You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday right around the country. A few texts, Nico, Dan Mack, I'll get to them. I'll get to them very, very shortly. Hey, uh, I've got to introduce this man, though. He's a superstar out of the West. We love having him on. And we know that we only talk to them at certain times of the year, really, and put it in focus because sometimes Perth racing to the East is like the red-headed stepchild that you don't talk to at Christmas, but not at this time of the year. Dan Cripps of Cripps Racing joins me. Hello, Cripper. Hello, Fitzy. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me on. Hey, um, now, has Terry Layton um, come down uh, from Cloud9 after last week? I messaged him. I said, there's not a beer safe anywhere in WA. And he said, beer, all of them. That's after he sent back. We all had a bet. Be optimistic. <laughs> what a win. Oh, no. Actually, I wasn't out there last Saturday, and so I didn't get to... Spend any time around him, which might have been a good thing. But uh, and I actually haven't seen the footage yet. But apparently, they got it on camera. Him having basically having Luke Fernie on his shoulders. So tell you what, he must be uh, on a pretty good gym program right now. That's that's no mean feat. That's what happens when you have a sizable bet at around the twenties, and <laughs> you can sort of grow in strength. If you can put LK on his shoulders, um, he's a, he's, he's not as wiry as I thought he was. Hey, um. Uh, overall, though, how did you see the meeting? I thought it played pretty fair. I actually had a really good day. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. It was. Um, it looked like the spot to be was just behind the speed. You know, sort of like the bustler run, um, getting three deck with cover. And I wish I was could say the same as you, Fitz. It was a tough old day for me. I uh, was pretty keen on Super Smith. Had a bit of futures as well. And on the turn, I thought I said to someone I was watching, I thought, "You beauty, here we go." And but, yeah, in hindsight, didn't see a mile, so she will go to the Gold Rush in, uh, next week, and uh, I think she'll do a lot better at 1,400, but I'm a little bit once bitten, twice shy, so we'll see what price she goes up next week and how that race pans out. What are you liking, then, uh, on the card here? We've got about two or three minutes, but what do you have as your best? I've sort of... It was a hard day for best. There were a few that I was having savers. I thought Duchess of Gossip in race eight was going to be hard to beat. Yeah, definitely agree. The early price she went up, I thought, looked quite attractive around that $3 mark. At the moment, $2.40, probably on the right quote, I'd say. My one query with her is, look, she was absolute moral beat. First up, I thought. The one query I have with her is just barrier two in a race where they could walk. And if they do, she just might get cluttered away again while horses like Amber Glide and Rusty Dreams get a free flow into it. But yeah, if she gets the breaks, I reckon she's, she wins. Uh, the one horse, my clear best of the day, and I was hoping you probably know more about the horse than me, but race nine, number one, overpassing the big one, I just can't see how if he runs up to anywhere near his best, they get near him. No, you're spot on. If he turns up, the race is over. It's as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's, he, uh, it's tra- probably, travel, hate, anything like that. We saw it last week. Some of those other horses didn't fire. Yeah, you're right. So probably the two differences is he has the extra week to acclimatise and he's been over here and done it before. So, look, I mean, you try sometimes not to read too much into what trainers say, but I've been following all the socials this week from the Bjorn Basie yard and they just, 
seemed like there's an air of confidence about him. He, uh, he seems a happy horse again, so because you know, obviously he didn't go that well in the Everest, but even then, only being beaten four lengths, he probably only has to run a length better than that, and he nearly has his field covered. I do think that at the moment, WA sprinting ranks are quite weak. We had a lot of good ones retire in the last 12 to 18 months, and the, I'm, at the prices, while they're both single figures, I'm relatively happy to take on the three-year-olds. It hasn't historically been a good race for the three-year-olds. They just don't get that same weight swing at weight for age over these distances, say what they do in the northerly in a fortnight's time. Um, anything else on the card that worth a little bit of a dabble from from your end? I, I was going to have CJP on, but he pulled out, and I was going to run right through all these runners, but um, it, it looks a reasonable betting day. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this card. Uh, obviously, yeah, overpass would be my clear best of the day, but in race four, I want to play two horses. Uh, main bet is number five, Holy Enchantment. He surprised a lot of us, including myself first up, but um, the stable definitely didn't forget to back him. I think he was 20s into eight that day, first up in a mile and won really well. He should only improve going up to 1,800 metres. I've always had a heap of time for this horse and he went off the boil last prep, but on reflection, you could probably put it down to he just didn't like the wet track. So if he's back to his best, which I think he is, he's going to get a lovely run area three just in behind him. And I think he can go on with it now in that Oh, I lost him. Have I lost him? We'll just see whether or not we get Cribbit back. We may even go to a quick break and we'll see whether or not we get him back. Just running low on time too. Um, yeah, got you there, Cribber. Yeah, got you. Yeah, the other one with Holy Enchantment, just quickly. Yeah, the other one is the Seven Mountain Ash, who actually was run down by Holy Enchantment last start and probably didn't get conditions to suit that day. Uh, gets a two kilo swing, jumps straight to the front. He might not get conditions to suit again with the South Westerly, but um, he'll be in front for a long way. Should get a much more suitable map here. It doesn't look to be a lot of speed. So well, I want to play those two. And also in race two, look, younger Lash was pretty impressive last start, but at even money, I just, yeah, I, I can't dive into that price. So there's one down the bottom that I want to have something each way, and that's the number 13, Thoroughgood. He's had, he's similar to Holy Enchantment, just didn't come up in the winter. He doesn't like soft tracks, but his three runs this time in over 1,200 metres, which is way too short, have all been really good, especially last start when he got back and flew against the pattern of the day. Up to 1,500 metres, barrier two, settles a lot closer. I reckon he can run your race at a double-figure price each way. Cripper, appreciate your time, buddy. I'm running really low on time, but I'll talk to you a bit later on. Thanks, mate. Sounds good, Fitzy. Catch up. Dead Crips, Crips Racing. Go and subscribe to him. Best bets coming back on the other side of this. Crip is a star. Go and follow him. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner.